Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time Alpha Podcast around 11, 20, 21. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is calling for unity at the Collingwood Football Club. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. As we reach the halfway point of the season, Junk Timers, it's been a great year so far. We're enjoying what's going on on the field. Bit of mayhem on the weekend with all the COVID shit going down. But you just got to look at Collingwood and just say, we need, you know what I say, Mark Corder, we've seen him, we've seen what he can do for the last three or four months mm-hmm. now. And I say, so people got the signatures to get rid of Mark Corder. They want to call an extraordinary general meeting and have a spill of the board, a coup, if you will. Yep, sure. And I mean, I mean they're Collingwood fans, so a lot of them just kind of drew an X when they <laughs> signed the, didn't actually sign their name. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fatty complete. Yeah, go. Go. Yeah. They, they just handed over their healthcare card and just went, uh, <laughs> the details on that, if you don't mind. And so they want to spill of the board. And Ben Johnson come out today, and I, and I back Benny Johnson mm-hmm. to the hilt here. And he said, no, we want stability there. And I'm with you. I say, Mark Corder for life. For life. What is, yeah, because what we're seeing at the moment at Collingwood, who wouldn't amongst us want to see that for the rest of our fucking <laughs> days? And I say, one of the first decisions he makes when they say, Corder for life until you are dead which actually, now that I think about it, if they did make that the way, he'd probably be dead within a week (laughs) (laughs) as the Collingwood fans fucking took him out of action. I say one of the first things he does is brings Ned Guy back into the fold. Okay, yep. I think we've missed Ned Guy. We've missed what he's been able to do. And, you know, he can ring into trade radio on a daily basis. The moment trade radio's on, they just give Ned Guy a buzz and go, Ned, what do you got, mate? Because we have missed him for the last few weeks or so. Like the, uh, I know. Just the fact of him getting in front of a microphone and just saying mm. some of the more stupid things that you've ever heard <laughs> a, uh, a, a footy manager say. Yeah. That, that's what we want. And that's what we need. And that's the kind of thing that we want down back at Collingwood. Mm-hmm. And we need that kind of stability. I think it's what, it's what the AFL is looking at. In a year of uncertainty in this COVID world, Michael, we'd love Collingwood to just go, hey, it's going great since Eddie's gone. Let's keep it as it is. But having said that, do mm. you feel like a little bit of like, okay, Mark Corder, top top mm. of the ticket. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like maybe like bring Eddie onto the board or something just so we get that that friction? Like a lot of tension? Do you know what? Like just maybe like not, when like when is Eddie going to make a run for the top spot? Like the unsettling okay. nature of it all. Okay. Um, proposition without notice. So oh. Eddie has he's been he's been at board level and he's always been on that side of the the game. What about if he's your footy manager? Oh, okay. <laughs> so you give him a daily, and he's actually paid for it. So for the first time, because remember, I don't know if you know this, but he didn't get paid as president. No. He may have brought it up once or twice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he just did it out of the good of his heart. And it didn't even mean much to him. He just wanted to make the club better. He didn't do it for his own personal growth. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, yeah. So I say. 
footy manager. He's in the box on game day, sitting there right behind the coach that they've signed up for another 10 years. So he's in there with Bucks on game day. He's doing interviews with, you know, um, radio shows every fucking week. How good? More Eddie. Do you think maybe they do they do press red for Ed while yeah. he's in the box behind love the it. coach? I love it. I'd fuck, I'm pressing that button. <laughs> I am tuning in to... I, I just don't think... I think as a football world, we have not had enough Eddie Maguire this year. No. And I think, and I can guarantee you, the world is calling out for more Eddie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's probably the best way through. Have you been watching much of uh, Classified this year? You know what? I actually, I definitely not on a Wednesday. I kind of there's nothing to talk about in that show, so I kind of don't bother. I'll watch the first two segs to see who they give a bit of a clip and or drive by to. Okay. On on the Monday, see what you know who's in Kane Corns' sights. Yep. And as much as I love Russ Lyon, I actually think that um, he should probably be moved to Monday. So that's kind of, you know, because w- I want his analysis on the games on the weekend. Okay, sure, sure. Can so we, no. Can, we, can we talk about the message that Russ Lyon sent us a few weeks ago? Oh, yeah, totally. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? So we were looking for someone for our, um, uh, our comedy festival uh, live show. Live show, yeah, yeah. A fantastic guest that we got with Dane Swan and, of course, Brad Scott. If you haven't heard it, go back, check it out. Great in show. In the archives, yeah. Now, I have Rossi Lyons' number in my phone. Let me, now, how, let do you, how, do you have, how do you have his his number? Like I would have just asked someone for it and they gave it to me and yeah, I okay. explained myself to him. You know what? Why don't we go through, yeah, go through all the message. text messages I've sent to him. So, basically, the first one I, st- I sent to him was, hey, um, I met you at the front bar. Um... And I'm on SEN with Andy Ma. I, you know, do a comedy podcast, blah, blah, blah. Give him all the guff. Said, you know, we spoke to Ruzi, who's one of his good mates, all this kind of stuff. Yep. And he fired back. So this was on the 4th of Feb. So this is last year. Yeah, this is actually last year, preseason show that we wanted to do before the world got locked down. He wrote back one week later, seven days. Yeah. He said, hi, Adam. Unlikely to do, but let me think about it a bit more. Cheers. Ross. Okay, gotcha. So unlikely to do, but let me think about it. Like, I feel like that's already a no, and you're kind of buttering, buttering the person up a bit. Yeah, pretty much. And I said that... Um, and I, I've forgotten, were we going to do a show last year? Yeah, we were going to do a show, but okay. then I've gone back to him no and that, said yeah. that the, the venue actually got in touch with us this afternoon and told us they'd double booked, so the show is off. Uh, and then I said, but if you don't mind, I'd like to hit you up again later in the year for our bi-week show. We'd still love to have you on. Our audience would love you. Cheers, Adam. And to that, I got no response. Yeah, okay, so, gotcha. But having said so that, this, okay, can, can we go back a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So we were going to do a show last year and it got double booked with another you, show? You know what I reckon might have happened is we might have gotten a couple of guests and gone, oh, fuck, we can't. If Ross gets back to us now, we're going to have to bump someone. So I reckon I may have gone to him with that as a bit of a, oh, mate, we would have loved to have you. Okay. But the show's not happening. And it's not like Ross Lyons, like, flicking through going, hang on, fucking junk time's done a show on the day that he's not fucking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, that, like, so that's on you, though. So you've lied to Ross. Have I? We may have double booked. I can't remember. Mate, it was before COVID. I have no memory of fucking even us talking about doing, doing a show a last show? year. Yeah. yeah. Are you doing a, always are you try do, and do a you doing a footy podcast on the side? Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this year. Yeah. I said, Hey, we're doing another show as a part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Blah blah blah. We'd love to have you. Here's what we're gonna pay you. 
Um, and then he wrote back, same day, later that night. So I sent it at uh, 10.50 in the morning. He wrote back at uh, 8 p.m. You guys don't need me. Good luck. Yeah, I did love that. That was a great, and that, that was, was a very Ross Lyon response. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was Wasn't beautiful. It? How fucking great would he be if we f- could get him on stage? You know now that it's going to be my life's goal to get him as a part of the Junk Time live show. To get him on, like, yeah. No, we you need know what to. we need? We need Ross Lyon to basically hit rock bottom, right? <laughs> so <laughs> well, he's gambled uh, the money away. The, Coach the Fremantle? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's lost all his money gambling. The yep. wife and kids have left him. Yep. He's fucking at his lowest ebb. Even Footy Classified have booted him from the Wednesday. Yep. He's, you know, he's fucking doing it tough. He can't even get a look in at Trade Radio. Yeah, he's and on the board of Collingwood. Fucking, yeah, that's when junk time a swan in and go, hey, Ross, <laughs> you, know how, you know how he said we'd give you this amount? Well, here's 50 bucks, mate. <laughs> fucking will you, will you come on board? And he's like, you guys need me. I'm there. Uh, I'm there. That would what be else a lot can of fun. I do? That would be a lot yeah. of fun. Hey, um, How great would he be on the podcast, though? By the oh, way, oh, he would be good. Like if he could, if he if he would open up. Like, I feel yeah. like I feel like he'd be a fairly truthful person. I feel like that. Um, yes, I think he would get a lot of honest answers, and probably you and I would probably end up getting a dressing down at some. point I feel like the we show. would get told off at some stage <laughs> where we've said yeah. something inappropriate, and he just like gives you a stare, and you go. Oh, I, I'm about to get fucking murdered right now. <laughs> or not even that. He just gives you that look, and then you like, you just internally like feel defeated, and you go, "I know what death feels yeah, like." Yeah, almost like a uh, like a disappointed father or something. Kind yeah. of give you a look, and you just go, "Uh, yeah, I know that was wrong." You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he hates me now. Hey, he uh, a Patreon man, Patreon, take us through it. Uh, junk timers, we love your support and we love you being on board and helping us out during these these dark times. I'm in a lockdown. Michael's fucking oh, you are, fancy dude. free. No, man, I forgot to say, man. How you been going? How you been going? Uh, you're you're footloose and fancy free, running around in Sydney. I'm yeah, in a lockdown yeah. in Melbourne for another. Yeah. Well, they reckon four days, but come on, it's going to be extended the way things are looking. Um, look, it's going okay. I um, you know, I've still got front bar to write for, so I've at least got yeah. that. But um, but it's just. You miss the footy. You miss the crowds at the footy, you know. I was supposed to go to the Doggies Melbourne game on Friday night. We mm-hmm. had a. Uh, I was going to be in a box, you know, just getting amongst the people at Marvel Stadium on Friday night. What company? Uh, Carlton and United Breweries. Ah, I got you. So like a front bar kind of offshoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we're so going to be we're going to be in that. But that, that was actually like that actually made me feel bad for Doggies and D's fans by the fact like the one Mate. the one kind of. Super blockbuster and people it can't go It would have been massive. Yeah, yeah. I actually think, and you know, we hang shit on Melbourne supporters for not getting down to Marvel, but I reckon, like, because it was a doggy's home game, so they would have been the majority, and then you'd, you'd have to get at least, say, 20,000 Melbourne supporters. So it would have yeah. gone close to being a record. Yeah, yeah, it'd be half and half, surely, yeah. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just feel like, you know, there are, you know, particular teams where it's like, you know, when do you get the Friday night marquee yeah. slot as well as yeah. being like, you know, top two? Um, that doesn't happen in a long time. So, yeah, it would have been a... Now, um, did I nasty. read that they uh, that hadn't happened since like the 40s? That I those two feel were one and like two? a friend I think might have sent me a message. I think it might have been 1955 that oh, they okay. met when they've been one and two. Yep. So, okay. let me think. Who won? Uh, 54, Dogs won, 55. trying to think. Um Melbourne, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they're in their so big they, one. Both, both of them would have been, you know, up and about like in those few oh, years. Yeah, that now that back then would have been 
the toffees versus the fucking blue collar. <laughs> like that, that, that really, you know, like Footscray was a fucking rough area. Um, and some would say, s- still a place. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly more gentrified. It's a lot hipster out there. I know you don't venture out over that bridge. No, that no, I'm only joking. No, 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 it's very hipster now, like that area. Yeah, yeah. very, very. Yeah. Massively. But massively. It's, it's the housing markets, mate, because like, you know, the the everything else is gone. So it's like now I'm moving out west to buy yeah. a house. Yeah, no, because your parents bought up everything else. Okay, so fucking hell. People are going to move out west. Sheesh. And you know what? If you want to help Michael buy some more houses, you can do it uh, by supporting us on Patreon. So there if you go. go to patreon.com backslash, no, patreon.com slash, or backslash, some sort of slash, Junktime AFL pod. We never get this bit right. We should look into it. And you're a book, mate. Your book. You got a book out. Yeah. I've got a book out. And I would love for you to download it and listen to me talk at you for five hours. You can get it on Audible and the book is still available on um, uh, Booktopia. So it's Paris and other disappointments. Maybe maybe you're new to the podcast. Maybe you didn't know I wrote a book. Maybe you didn't know I have so many weapons at my disposal. Sure. It's a story about Adam going to uh, Europe with his uh, dad. Yes. For what? About you know what? a month? Uh, we went for three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, three gotcha. weeks. Yeah. Right. Have you read it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Um, no, so actually, um, it. it's on my, on my um, uh, shelf in the uh, bedroom there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. So you think of me every night before you go to bed. That is kind nice. of pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um. So how do you record an audio book? Like, how do, how kind of long does it take? Like, really shitty, laborious process. It took about four days for a five-hour book. Yeah. And because, um, I hadn't read the book since it came out, or since I'd handed it off for publishing. So yep. it'd been like maybe six, seven months. Yeah. That process, and. You basically, after every second sentence, you have to stop because there's no breaths in an audio book. There's no like, oh, and then we went to the pub. And then after that, we went, you know, you just got to stop, take your breath and then start your sense. And that's where the... So I felt sorry for the audio engineer tech guy who had to just sit there through it all and listen to the whole fucking thing really slowly read out. Yeah, gotcha. And also they have to tell me to slow down because it's an audio book. You don't talk at the normal pace. So Mm -hmm. you really got to slow the way you read and the worst bit was when you wasted a read and you'd read a sentence and go oh the intonation on that was all wrong like i came in like it was going to be funny and i was talking about you know dad's grandparents in world war Two. yeah sure i'd be like all right gotta do that again gotcha. so just little things like that and the one thing that i did pick up reading the book uh through was how many fucking typos are in there <laughs> and that's on the editor because they, they're supposed to pick all that shit up so i would have written a book where i uh sorry i would have written a sentence where i had changed the tense so from like current to past if mm-hmm. that makes sense so i've gone we did do this to we had done this yeah. but i would left them both in there so it said we did done this and it's like it's like i'd never spoken english before yeah, gotcha. And were you putting yeah. like a bit of acting into it, like, or were you kind of playing it straight? Like when you say, you know, Dad then said, da, 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 da. or like you nah, just, very yeah. straight. Okay, yeah, gotcha. very straight. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and Mum, Mum was like this, like, like Monty Python. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and did you, when you were reading it out loud, like, did you kind of go, ah, oh, fuck, like that's not a good joke? Like, were you kind of reflecting on? Sorry, I don't, mean, I don't mean like that as a bad way, that bad thing. No, like, no, 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 no. But like you kind of reread it like after a, a period of time and you kind of go... Oh, no, fuck. after coming back to it, after coming back to it, I was like, oh no, that's that's actually not bad. It's yeah, not cool. a bad book. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, great. I was, still, I was still okay with it because it, by the time you hand it in, you fucking hate it. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't. I, I actually thought, yeah, that, this is a good read. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Fun to listen. And two, and two, I reckon I read it better because I'm a stand-up and the book was off a stand-up show. Mm-hmm. So I knew. And then, like, in the middle of the book, I do a bit of, what's your name? What yeah, do you yeah. do? What do you do? And he's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. the fucking audio tech, mate. <laughs> when you know he lives, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rare for an audio book. It's funny, that kind of audio stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, the dude, you know, hearing you read the book out loud, like, I don't know if you mm. if you've ever gone and done like you know voiceovers and stuff like that, yeah, but like, yeah. but like, the the shit they have to hear that is so not interesting at all. Like, Mate, like what I, if you're I, reading like a technical book, or I've I've listened to books, um, you know, like self help kind of books that have been like thirteen hours, and no that way. is have to be a two week process. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Read by an author who should have hired someone. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you yeah. get a bit of that, I reckon, with the audio books. You're yeah. like, eh, shouldn't have used your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I had to go and record a thing. Um, I mean, I mean, people probably talk about it a lot, but I'm um, the voice of an octopus. Uh, in a, <laughs> in a, in a. <laughs> How do I not know this? <laughs> in a Kino commercial. Um, so. Oh, because it does doesn't. Um, it wouldn't be broadcast into Victoria, would it? You probably were talking about it. Uh, no, actually, um, that's a good question. Isn't Kano in Victoria? Don't they have Kano? No, not like they do, I don't think. No, I don't maybe know. Maybe they do. Maybe they know. do. Not like they do in New South Wales anyway. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. But um, Not in your bloody in your bloody VIP lounges that you have at every pub. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We're only the finest of the fine <laughs> <laughs> hang out. Um, but I had to go in about two months ago, and the line literally was, uh, Kano, anyone? Like, and I had to do that, like, you know, 10 times. Uh, Kino, anyone? And then mucking around a little bit with other yeah, yeah. bits. But oh, mate, know, like improv. The, but, the, but, like, the audio dude had to kind of just hear me go, uh, Kino, anyone? Yeah, I've, I've done a lot of ad videos. It's, um, it would be very dull for them to make it, to go, just um, slow that down and a little bit um, higher in that bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, I tried to go to Hawthorne on um, Saturday night. What happened? Didn't work out for me, dude. So So that, that game was um Hawthorne on the Gold Coast and yeah. that got shoved from T O Stadium up in Darwin. Darwin. Yeah, yeah, got moved to uh, the home of football, Sydney Creek Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, tra- yep. traditional rivals, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um and I think uh seven hundred people I think showed up to it. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like fucking empty. Like literally empty. Yeah. I think it was I think it was seven hundred. Yeah. Wow! Like Fuck. literally, right, no one on. there. Yeah. Let me go back to. I want to. I'm going to have a look at this on the AFL um, website just to see oh, what they say. Yeah, what they say is the official. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thirty-five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was a shootout, by the way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I had a couple of gigs on Saturday night, and so I think I was not free until about nine p.m. Maybe. Okay. Um. And so I made a mad dash to the game. So I got got in a cab. Um. You know, the guy said, you know, uh, he said. Immediately, I got in the car and he was like, "SCG," and I was like, "Yep." He was like, "Mate, everyone, getting in the cab tonight." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. been saying SCG, and I had the face paint on and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, good, good. But then I got there. Okay, so uh, many times in my life, like uh, me trying to save money just fucks up my life. Yeah. So, like, I give an example. Like a couple of years ago, I had a mate who got married in Adelaide, and I like to save money, and so I'm like, hmm. Maybe if I don't catch a cab from the airport to the hotel, I'll get a bus, right? And then I can kind of, you know, 
save $35 or something. Anyway, Is it that much in Adelaide? Because it's pretty close to the city centre. I mean, I whatever it is. saving that much. But anyway, cut to me getting off the bus at the wrong stop and then I Great. have to change into my suit at the wedding venue in the toilets. Like, every time I fucking try and save money. You're fuck a up. fucking disgrace. Yeah, yeah, I'm a nightmare. I'm a nightmare. So I think there was an email from Hawthorne because we have two games coming up here in Sydney. I think we play the Swans in two weeks and then we have the Giants two weeks after that. Uh-huh. And I think the email from Hawthorne was saying you kind of had to pick one of them kind of yep. to get your ticket. And if it was like, either way, I had to I had to spend 30 bucks to go to the Suns match for a quarter, basically. Like I was okay. going to go for a quarter. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, okay, well. But you're doing very well. well this I know, is why the Patreon and I am. I am doing very well. But, I, but I'm like, okay, I've got gigs when we play the Swans in two weeks. So yep. maybe go to the last quarter. And then I have, uh, I'm free to go to the Giants game, okay? So I can actually go to that. So I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll save my money for the Suns match and I'll go to the Giants game. So uh, that'll be my, my where I'll buy a ticket, you know, because I'm going yep. to the whole thing. Gotcha. Anyway, so we get to the game and um, and they go, you're not allowed to come in without a ticket. I'm like, hmm. That feels like that's a logical thing to say. <laughs> but then I get online and I the the box office is shut, like on the online box office. And then I said to a dude, like, you know, oh, where can I get a ticket? And they were like, oh, head down to the box office down here. It's like 50 metres away. And they were shut because it was like, you know. About yeah, three quarter time. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. rocking up now. Yeah, yeah. And then I get to a gate. And I'm like, oh, you know, how can I get in? They're like, uh, you kind of can't unless you have a ticket because of COVID. And I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then I was like, there were like three gates that were still open. And yeah. so I was like, hmm. Here we go. Yeah, I was like, okay. I'm You're gonna, a man who runs a gauntlet. I'm going to try and blag my way in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I li- Oh, okay. So you didn't try and sneak in. No, 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 no. I didn't try and sneak in because they couldn't, obviously. But I was like, I, was like, I feel like there's going to be someone on the gate who doesn't know the rules properly and will let yep. me through. And yep. so I went up and I was like, oh, I've... I'm a Hawthorne member, you know, you know, got my Hawthorne membership, hoping that they would think that it was a Hawthorne home game when it actually wasn't. But I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to kind of, and then. Yeah, and, good. Yeah. And, good. The, and, and did you do it confidently? Uh, yeah, I That's tried it. I tried it. I tried it. And, and they didn't yeah. buy it. And then I <sighs> even, I even pulled the, um, I even pulled the, <laughs> oh, I pulled out the MCG membership card and I was like, oh, actually we've. Um, I'm an MCG member and um, we have reciprocal, reciprocal rights, rights at the SCG. <laughs> you use the reciprocal rights. <laughs> but I only and they did went, it. no, you don't. No, no. The, well, they didn't know. But I, I, I purely just went for that. But I was like, I was like I'm going to pull a few angles because I reckon, you know, you could get, you know, a, yeah, yeah. a 19-year-old who doesn't know the rules properly, you know? Idiots. Yeah, yeah. Fucking they're no, not averse. Like, scum of the earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, not, they're not averse to what goes on the MCC but I just or kinda, the SCG I, Yeah, I just kind of chucked a couple angles out there because I was like, maybe I'll get someone who doesn't quite know the rules. So, But I yeah. tried that I tried that at about three different gates and uh, all of them like, uh, how about you go fuck yourself? And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay I'll buy that. Okay, yep, cool. It's a real shame you didn't get in there for I mean, that scintillating like, last hell, quarter. Dude, like, you know, what a nightmare. What an absolute nightmare. Um, now, what is going on with your team? Are you happy? Do, uh, what do you think should happen with Clarko? Nah, keep him. Keep him. Keep him? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I've said to you before, like, we, and I was, and I met up with a mate um, who was in the ground and was like a bit kind of, yeah, I'm Jack of this and came out and, you know, met me um, yep, yep. three quarter of time. Um, but... And that tells you 
how bad a game is that they actually when they choose stop watching Hawthorne and come and hang out with me. Yeah, you go, yeah, 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 exactly. Good joke, mate. Good joke. <laughs> but uh, I feel like we have a bit of the uh, Hawthorne of 2004, 2005 about us. Like th- when we would I'd go to games then when we were playing uh, yeah, yeah. bad football um, and it was literally like two hours of Hawthorne fans going, oh, God. Like yeah, just yeah. kick into the other. There was a, I think it was 05. I, th- I feel like maybe Richmond was 18th and we were 17th. And it was literally two hours of, of 30,000 people going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like well, it was like literally the worst game you've ever seen in your entire life. Well, I think that was Geelong Collingwood on the weekend, wasn't it? When Collingwood had no goals to half time oh, yeah. and one goal to three quarter time. Yeah, one yeah. eleven, I think they yeah, kicked. Yeah, dude, but they kicked five. And they actually kind of, I think it was only 10 points in the end. That they it was. Lost it by. was. Yeah, but it like, just... I think it kind of made it look a little bit better than it was. I think it was there was no, there were no chance. Yeah, sure, sure. That's what I'm hearing, man. That's what I'm hearing. Hey, uh, bit of stuff going on at St Kilda, isn't there? Your mate. I don't know. Lloydo. Lloydo, not Maddie, not Lloydy like most people say, but Lloydo. So, apparently, this is what the the article kicks off. The confusion surrounds the shutting down of a planned goal kicking session between Max King. And his former school coach, Matthew Lloyd. Hmm. Now, here's where Robbo's written this. It's a really well uh, put together article. He says, The confusion centres on whether the Saints cancelled the session against King's wishes after he sought assistance from his former Halebury coach. All right, you just fucking said that, but yep. So he says, After um, after King kicked one goal five against Essendon, he got in touch Oh, sorry, no. After he kicked 1-5 against Geelong, he got in touch with the Essendon great. So that they were planned. The session was planned for the following Wednesday near Brighton. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fuck, he's very vague. Why do you want to keep it so vague? Why near Brighton? Why, Why not near Brighton? Brighton? Like, yeah, yeah, that's very weird. Like, yeah. Well, uh, that's a very bizarre terminology. Yeah. So where Lloyd was expecting to film and coach King in a bid to help rectify flaws in his kicking routine. So he's actually kicked really appallingly this year, um, Max King, and he's... Just devoid of con- confidence. Like, he's shot. It, it's fucking all over for him. Right? Yep, sure, sure. So, on the night before, the Tuesday night, after a meeting with Saints coaches Jared Roughhead and David Rath, King suddenly cancelled the Lloyd catch-up. Okay. So, says Matthew Lloyd, yes, we were going to cap- catch up on the Wednesday until Max advised me they, the club, thought it was best to keep it internal. So Look at that. I didn't know that Matthew Lloyd was maybe the coach at Halebury. Okay, that's quite interesting by the fact. Like that actually, I feel like that's not a kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I was about to say easy job, but I feel like that's a time-consuming job. Like, I feel like Lloydo mm. uh, has a bit more going on than kind of having to squeeze that into his schedule. Well, that's a really good point because doesn't he host Sports Today or Sports Tonight or whatever it is on Three AW? I feel like he might so be. I, think, I feel like he might be a guest. I think it's Jared Healy's show, and uh, you don't fucking, you don't fucking come with the king. Um, <laughs> but I feel like he I might see, be. I like thought like Jared a, Healy got. I thought Jared Healy got the ass. No, 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 no. He's like the the lone host. Yeah. So Dwayne Russell oh, maybe okay. got the ass, but he went to SCN South Australia too. No, you're right. I checked it. Your yeah. story checks out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's just a guess. Right. So I guess, but he, I knew he coached, um, did he coach AIS kids as well? Because he's always coached a lot of the kids that are playing yeah, okay. at the moment. Interesting, yeah. But they said, um, uh, the, the Simon Lethling came out and said, I think Max was in discussions with people here and wanted to try and keep it as simple as possible, not to be doing stuff with Rathy and Ralph and then doing stuff with Lloydy here and there, just trying to keep it to the one source. 
Okay, so they didn't want to have like three different people telling him what to do and getting confused. But if they're all telling you pretty much the same thing, which is, mate, kick the fucking goal. We'll get it through the fucking big sticks. Like, yeah, you dickhead. Like, like, how different can it be? Like, yeah. how, how flawed is his technique going to be where they're like, oh, Lloyd, he's just telling him he's doing fucking uh, check sides now. I mean, that's We didn't point. expect that. And also, Ruffy, Ruffy's, I mean, Ruffy and Lloydy, Lloyd-O, sorry. Like, yeah, come you, on, you think of their technique, like, they aren't that far apart, but also they're, they're not anything dramatic, are they? No, not at all. Yeah. yeah, they're both like run straight at it and yeah. kick through the ball. Yeah, yeah. Hey, coach. And so Lethleen said he wasn't he was ooh, Lethleen wasn't aware of the plan session. He had no idea. Lethers, mate, he's got no clue. Oh, are you, uh, are you are you um are you below me at work? Even though we're in a <laughs> am, I, am I your boss? I didn't realise that. Anyway. But he said the club would not intervene in any planned King Lloyd catch up. No, Max can do what he wants, he's his own person. And Lloydo coached King for three years at Hillary. So it must be year 10, 11, 12, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, has recently offered media commentary about where he believes King's routine is failing. So wouldn't they just go, you know what, let's just have him do one session with Lloydo. Yeah. And if good comes of it, fucking great. We've yeah. got our goal kicker back who, you know, is going to be the future of the club. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you go, mate, we gave it a crack. He filmed it, you know, burn the tapes. Fucking never hear of Lloydo again. Who would have thought? When the head of football at your football club is Simon Lethlean, who would have thought uh, that things may not go according to plan? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all happening down at St Kilda. Their president came out during the week and said that their uh, premiership, premiership window, window doesn't doesn't fully open until 2022. Yeah, so he said he said last year was a bit of they got a bit ahead of themselves by the fact they yeah, made the eight and they won a final. Yeah. Um, but he reckons next year is when it's all going to kick off for the Saints. Well, that's kind of what they've built their list towards. And it's going to, like, they want Dan Hanabry to be primed to break down in a prelim. Like, that is what they fucking got him <laughs> on big money for four years for. They expect Bradley Hill to get maybe six easy outside possessions yeah, sure, in a sure. do or die second semi final. You know, it's just little things like that that the Saints are planning for. Uh, Brad Hill would be a frustration for them. I mean that with all my love in my heart by the fact he's obviously a Hawthorne three-time premiership yeah, player. Yeah, totally. But I feel like they did kind of go, what, five years, 800 grand. And, and obviously he jumped at that because it was like, you know, when, well, when, when the fuck are you going to get that kind of money, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, But I feel like they maybe just went a fair bit over the, over the odds uh, for a dude who, decent player, you know, no offence, decent player. Yes, but like, yeah. not going to win your flag. No, but when he's on song, he can certainly help you with that flag. Yeah, yeah. No, good point. Good but point. he has not been on song. And again, you know, they go, well, we, we'll get James Frawley to uh, break down in the preseason in 2021, mm. knowing full well that he is going to be there for the big tilt when the premiership window opens in 2022. Little things like that. Fuck, the Saints are smart. Football in real life. Hit D- me. Dean Cox on Saturday night at three-quarter time. You spotted him. I saw him, yeah, out the front of the SCG and... He was doing a runner at th- well, not doing a runner, but like at three, <laughs> at three quarter time, like because we have them in two weeks or whatever. Yeah, the Swans. He's assistant there now. But I was like, oh mate, you're getting out early. Like, I mean, obviously not much to see, but also, like, only meant to watch the whole game. But the thing that impressed me, impressed me, was that he had a. Uh, if, do you know where the the Paul Kelly statue is out the front of the SJ? Yeah. He yeah. was parked like right out the front of that. Like he had the like the really? best parking spot going around. Fuck. 
Yeah. He knows people, man. He knows people. But the thing is, okay, he left at three-quarter time. So he's, he, I'm sure he's charging the Swans for a full game. But also, in the opening minutes, he just would have written down in his notebook, Hawthorne, <laughs> shit. Suck. <laughs> and they just sat there, closed it, had a couple of frost. Not a lot. Didn't go over 0.05, no. obviously, because he was, you know, had the car out the front. Obviously. But uh, it wouldn't have been a tough job to, um, to scout. You know, actually, I mean, he must be fucking thrilled that it, um, uh, the game got moved to Sydney by the fact, like, you know, Darwin's obviously a lovely place to go, but just the idea of you have to travel to watch a shit game. Like, oh, so do you reckon he would be a travelling scout? Oh, I don't imagine. Because I imagine, I imagine that he wouldn't be just uh, by the fact that he's needed in the box on the Sunday. So they wouldn't send him to Darwin for a Saturday game. That. Hmm. Uh, no, that's a good question, actually, Matt. I didn't really think about that, like when they were playing, when the Swans were playing themselves. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I figure, like, uh, surely they do send coaches. Like, even senior coaches head to head in state to watch games. You know, maybe not every week. Yeah, ca- like, yeah, occasionally. Yeah. yeah. And also, when you see a senior coach watching a game, usually they're sitting like you know in the AFL reserves or wherever. They have got the good tickets, the mm-hmm. good seats. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't they be sitting behind the goals? That's a very good point. Because obviously, I mean, when it, where are you going to learn the most? Yeah, exactly. That's how you scout an opposition team. Yeah. And so, therefore, that, that I say the co- the coaches are um, fucking morons. Hey, we got one from Sam here. Uh, mm. On a cold May morning, as I was walking up Elizabeth Street, passing by cash converters, Elizabeth Street, uh, just near Flinders Street in Melbourne. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Street, you probably would say description. Um, Grungy. Yeah. yeah probably Run down. I mean, this is a nice possible way, but like the homeless capital of Melbourne? Uh, yeah, there's a lot around there. Yeah. It's not a it's not. I don't a mean that to disparage to our homeless friends. You know, we love you with all. No, our not hearts. at all, not at all. But that, yeah, that's kind of where they do. There is a lot of it in the area. It's mm. it's a it's very run down kind of grim area at the moment. Uh, as I was walking up Elizabeth Street, passing by a cash converters in brackets, not doing too well for myself, uh, I saw a hulking figure in a crisp white t-shirt lingering outside the store. Inside uh, there. Inside, inside the he store. Said. Yeah. <laughs> So striking was the figure, I was brought to a halt, trying for a closer look at what I soon recognised as the familiar head. To my utter bewilderment, it was none other than Christian Petrarca, hanging outside, hanging out inside the store. Uh, mm, Things are going badly. Maybe he's selling the um, AFLX trophy. As he turned around and realised I was staring at him through the storefront, I saw his face watch over with sheepish unease. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I kept walking to give myself time to process what I'd seen. As a Melbourne fan, I felt <laughs> that Christian's state of finances uh, was pawning his inaugural Keith Bluey Truscott trophy. Uh, and this only days after the seven-year contract had been signed. I determined oh. to make a pa- uh, to make another pass, and with this inspection, I noticed the camera crews hidden in out towards the back of the shop. Then a truly shocking realisation occurred to me. Truck must be making a new Cash Converters ad that recently featured Simon Black with commentary from Lingy as good as his football <laughs> insight. Uh, Christian's big contract uh, couldn't come soon enough. So maybe, yeah, maybe... Uh, there you uh, go. That was from, yeah, from Sam. Uh, maybe Petrarca's making a new ad. Cashies. I feel like... I feel like... No, I saw it yesterday. I saw it yesterday. Fun little fact. Actually, yeah. Your old mate, your old pal Rosie wrote that ad. Did you really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I got they. I didn't write the first one with Blackie, but they said, you know, this is the ad. We want to do a couple of more. So there should be one more. I, I didn't sign an NDA, so we can fucking go to town. Yeah, here. sure, sure. We can talk about it. Yeah. But there should be one more coming with Toby Green. 
Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. Look them so up. the truck, he's um, buying PlayStations and uh, they actually changed a few of my lines and made it a lot better a script. Sure, sure. Yeah, they, I love it when they change stuff and they make it better. Um, yeah. Uh, do you feel like Christian Petrarca is recognisable enough yet to start doing ads? Do you feel like if you walk down the yes. street, you'd, you'd go, oh, Yes, I it. think in Melbourne. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's on AFL 360 a lot and he's kind of the face of Melbourne now, I would say, aside from Max Gorn. Yeah. So, yes, I would say now. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to disagree and say I feel like he's not recognisable <laughs> enough and cash okay. converters are making a horrible mistake. <laughs> I'll pass that on. Yeah, sure. But Toby Green, you you would imagine people... Like, I feel like I... You know, yeah, I, I, obviously, I know who Toby Green is, but I feel like yes. if I had to put them up against a wall... I would recognise Toby Green quicker than I'll recognise Petrarca. Probably because you're getting your head slammed against that wall. And you're like, who is, it? who is this bloke again? I oh, fuck, he looks familiar. Oh, that's fucking Toby Green. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably recognise Toby Green too, like from the, the soles of his shoes. <laughs> like I see a soul coming towards my chin, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, oh, that's Toby. Mate, how are you? Tobes, how are you? Hey, yeah, uh, we're going to hit the road. We're Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Good. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.